0: Record our biweekly show in which we take one recent album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9:30 a.m. on bff.fm or subscribe to the podcast at fortherecordpodcast.com. In this episode we're listening to the 10th Animal Collective album, Painting With, and it starts out like this. is so catchy and i just couldn't stop listening to it after the first time i heard it
1: well it is yeah i like that it's catchy and I, uh, you know i'll just say off the, right off the bat this starts the album on this ramping up to a really maximalist sound which i think is based on whatever of the earlier work what we would expect and it's good to have that level of consistency and so it's catchy and there's a sense of humor to it and that's a great way to start the album
0: i mean i think the Band members have said in interviews that they had this idea of synthesizing the album around the concept of painting and having, you know, all of their work has always had very visual elements pulled into it. And so they wanted to reference Dada and kind of that silly, playful, visual style and bring it into their music. And so I think this is a good way to start it out.
1: Well. Yeah. And of course, those of us who are not art history majors, I'm like, oh, I know that Dada is supposed to have that sense of humor to it. And that's sort of all I know about it as a guy who's not an art guy. So maybe I'll throw out elements and you can tell me whether these are elements of Dadaism (laughs) that it's like (laughs) it's got that uh, repetition and just that. sort of. Yeah, I mean,
0: so the concept of Dada. And again, I am also not an art history expert. (laughs) So this is just my casual interpretation was kind of making fun of the seriousness of art and having a sense of humor that sort of made a point about the lightness of being human.
1: Okay, well, they they are certainly doing that because they're taking maybe our most ridiculous state and then turning (laughs) that invocation, that sort of incantation. And
0: And actually, I read in an interview that this was, you know, we talk about Florida being in a a ridiculous state and this was written in response to and yet another news story about like crazy people in Florida and like, what Mm -hmm. are they doing in Florida and thinking that that was a very negative attitude and wanting to explode the idea of geographic boundaries. And like I feel like Animal Collective's aesthetic has always been about looking beyond the surface differences and uniting us as human animals and this kind of primitive humanness that brings us all together. And I feel like there's kind of a childlike, idealistic attitude that they bring to the table, and that's Mm -hmm. what I like about them. And I think that's what they're going for here. Okay.
1: And yeah, I I would say the one other thing that I can think of in the song is that i'm going to comment that this album just came out mm-hmm. like we've had a few days to listen to it it's just maybe a little less time than we usually spend and i think one of the things that i that i usually benefit from on multiple listens is really getting the lyrics and one of the things that this first song on the album sets out is the lyrics bec- are just sort of repeated to the point where they're almost meaningless and so i, I there's a lot of density there i look forward to listen to it in the future and maybe getting more out of that. But this is right off the just Florida, blah, blah, blah. blah. And it just becomes blah, 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 blah. And it's just like baby talk. I almost feel better not having dug into the lyrics because they're almost saying, just don't worry about it. They're just there to sound fun. And maybe there's more depth there to be discovered later, but I can really enjoy it at this level.
0: I think that kind of speaks to what my impression of the album is overall, which is it's a synthesis of everything that Animal Collective has been doing up until now and taking all of these elements from the naturalism of sung tongs and kind of the more pop orientation of Meriwether Post Pavilion and just kind of bringing all these elements together into a more tight and cohesive record, which people, tight and cohesive is not something people typically expect from Animal Collective. But what what I think what has been the hallmark of their sound is kind of those almost silly lyrics and a playfulness that I think is, they're really bringing to the fore here. But let's go into the next song, which is called Hocus Pocus
1: you're out and about on the freeways this morning, no dinosaurs to worry about.
0: about the lyrics being sort of meaningless but I think wander from the cynical take a look at views atypical kind of sums up the animal collective aesthetic more than anything
1: yeah I I, I maybe was saying that to a little to try and let myself off the hook on this one because I feel like yeah I just I I found less of an angle in it and it's one of the things you know it's like a sour grapes oh it's not worth paying attention but I, I'm, I think it will be worth it but yeah I think it they, they make it challenging with the layering of the sound the real maximalism
0: well, and I think that always has been a problem for me with Animal Collective that there is that kind of emotional distancing. And even where their lyrics are audible, they're often very abstract and tough to get into. And so I think, you know, part of the criticism of this album is that it doesn't um, do enough of their kind of experimentation of their older records. And I, I actually think the fact that they do sort of create that emotional distance by being a little more abstract is helped by the fact that these songs are tighter and more concise and more accessible because they do allow you a better entry point.
1: Yeah, I, I think this song does some very interesting things in that sense. You know, the title is Hocus Pocus. And so there's sort of this notion of, you know, just starting off the bat with, hey, this is a magical world. But then I think there's sort of some lyrical elements of like being stuck in the slime and crawling your way out and sort of finding enlightenment, which to me is not necessarily magical. That's just a life. And then, one of the things in the songs that it starts with that ridiculous sample of watch out or no, there aren't any dinosaurs. You don't have to worry about dinosaurs out there. And so then that sort of puts me in the mind of evolution. It's like, oh, we're kind of crawling out of the sl- the primordial slime. And that's not, ho- that's not magic. That's, you know, that's science and how the world works. And, you know, that use of samples. I didn't actually mention that on the first track, but I didn't recognize the sample at all. But there are some really recognizable samples that first track has that wipe out like right after that the song kind of turns into this almost beach boy vocals which is nice sort of oh, we're just gonna turn on dime here and i think some of the songs do that as well
0: by the way i think it's more it's worth mentioning that they recorded this in the same studio that pet sounds was recorded beach boys
1: that is awesome mm-hmm. i did not know that another really catchy song if completely silly is this next one which is called vertical 100%. 100% find this one of the particularly catchy tracks on the album Mm -hmm. and what i also especially appreciated is the ordering here coming right after hocus pocus because i feel like that one has this notion of being in the slime and reaching up for enlightenment and this one sort of starts from that premise the song is called vertical and starts with the sort of technological vibe of oh we're kind of We're looking up to the sky and vertical is light and we're building towers and climbing and looking to the sky and we're this tree with arms reaching up and it's all about sort of this aspiration and then it just takes this wonderful left turn which completely undercuts everything because a song that's vertical has a chorus, it's called my feet can't cross the parking lot. What's like the most sort of desolate... The parking hor- lot is
0: way too hot. The
1: parking lot is way too hot. This reaching upward and we're already there. It's like, oh, we've achieved this level of development. We have these skyscrapers. And then what does it end up as? It's just flat tarmac of just dead... Heat where you can't walk and can't live and i so having those two pairs like start in this line reach up and then here sort of start with towers and end up with just parking lots it's kind of a bummer but it's so catchy that's
0: a really good reading of the song i I didn't really know what to make of it and I, I like your take
1: moving on though from evolution and then sort of devolution now that we hear our next track which is just called lying in the grass <laughs> Yeah,
0: Saxophone is experimental saxophonist Colin Stetson, who they brought in, and he's he's a multi-instrumentalist who's worked with the Ac- Arcade Fire, Bonnie Vare, and Tom Waits, and you wouldn't really think that a sax could work on an Animal Collective record, but I think it sounds pretty good here.
1: I was maybe a little less enthusiastic about it. I think that sort of really jazzy sound can be very distracting, and... This song has kind of an odd structure where it's just these kind of clipped syllables, which makes it the ability to pick out a lyric. I think that's it's hard on most of the album, but especially here, where it's just kind of. Uh, 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 uh.
0: Yeah, they actually, For most of it, yeah, yeah they, they tracked the syllables, each of them. So, okay, step back a minute. We could refer to the members of Animal Collective who are on this record, who are Ter, Panda Bear, and Geologist, also known as Dave Portner, Noah Lennox, and Brian White's respectively. I'll go by their stage names because it's easier to remember. Sure. And I think that's how most people know them. Anyway, so AV, Tara, and Panda Bear trading syllables and they tracked each of their vocal tracks independently, which is why it sounds so kind of weird. But then I like that they do that weird intertwining of the vocals, but then also sing some parts in unison. And Mm. I I thought it was disorienting, but I think they're really trying to meld their vocals together in sort of an interesting way. But yeah, it can be.
1: Well, no, I I appreciate that because I think that the experimental saxophone, you know, I think the the clipped syllables for me give a very claustrophobic feeling. Mm -hmm. And so then the saxophone gives it sort of this creepiness And then breaking into unison sort of at various points, especially I think like when we hit this bridge and the entire song, that feeling of claustrophobia breaks away and the song becomes more open. And I think that the the sax becomes a little less oppressive. It still felt a little awkward to me, but I like that contrast. And I think that's, I I think a lot of the songs manage that where you have different kind of vibes within a song and then transitions amongst them. So you don't get as bored.
0: I think that one of the criticisms of this album is that part of what has marked Animal Collective Sound is they've been very experimental and kind of wander around in ways that can be off-putting because there will be these long instrumental jams. And But part of what people like about it is the way that those will often coalesce into these really great building tension and then crescendos that really peak the song. And I felt like a lot of the songs on this record don't really go anywhere. They don't have those highs and lows. And this song kind of brought it home for me that there were all these interesting elements, but they didn't really go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good take.
0: Where that song was a little bit more staccato and disjointed, the next track we will play is much more kind of watery and fluid, and it's called Natural Selection. The Underground is Massive by Michelangelo Matmos. It's tracing the history of EDM and how it started with Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force and the Detroit and Chicago parties to like the LA rave scene and now to how it's sort of the dominant music of the kids today. And I love to say the kids today.
1: Well, they need to get off of our lawns.
0: (laughs) But it's, it's really worth reading, especially for somebody like me who doesn't really like Electronica. Sorry, we have a new puppy that we just brought home yesterday. He's nine weeks old, and he's adorable, and he keeps making noises in the background. Anyway, the underground is massive. One of the criticisms of early techno at that time was that there was no verse, chorus, verse, and people didn't know, they didn't understand how to relate to the song, and they didn't feel like it was very accessible because it just kind of had these repetitions going over and over again. And this song reminded me of that criticism because the answer to that, of course, is that you have to listen for the textures that come in and out. And there actually is a lot of variation throughout the song. And that's an example of what's happening in natural selection here. It's, you know, the the percussion comes in and out, and these really watery, weird video game synths come in and out. And they are kind of building to a direction, but you have to maybe pay a little bit more attention to it.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that the texture here is so engaging, but it is, I think there isn't that, I think there is something like a verse chorus structure where it it builds and there's this texture, but then that falls away and we get a sense of release, you know, tension and release. And it's interesting that comment about the electronic music, not having a recognizable song structure, if anything, what I find so interesting about it is that in so many ways, I find electronic music kind of tedious because not for that reason, but because it is very conventional in so many ways and I find I listen to it and I'm like these are musical ideas that were done better 400 years ago and you just put it with an electronic instrument, but you are going nowhere new with it and it's shockingly boring. For that reason, I appreciate the use of these tools by artists who are not just trying to make crowd-pleasing music, but I think that's true of any genre and any any tool for art is you can make pop art and I'm not going to say these guys aren't pop. Their stuff is very catchy, but I I feel there is some ambition there that I don't sense. And I am of course a snob. So I'm looking down on and saying there isn't ambition in the stuff that gets popular, but I feel like they're not exploring new ideas. These guys are exploring new ideas.
0: I like a more pop sound because I think if the intent of music is to affect an emotion, in strangers I think that pop is a good way to do that because you're reaching the largest number of people and having the most
1: impact right I I would I would just say that yes emotion but Uh, if that's all there is uh, yeah and I think that I feel like the pop electronica is sort of all emotion with so few ideas and i'd like to have some ideas mixed in with the emotions
0: well i was just going to say that the next song that we're going to play is called bagels in kiev and it actually is about something whereas i feel like a lot of these earlier songs on the record are kind of more evocative and more abstract this is something this is a song that actually is about something it's called bagels in kiev Grandpa, we
2: you could wash the waves until the current Septembers These days I'm not so sure who is getting along, or if they were before I wasn't there when I was to I wasn't there with even grandpa back in Kiev When the ladies dress up nice in the ornate reds and sudden textures Have you since found some pieces? It's like we can't escape all the noise and violence
0: So this song I read in an interview is Avi Tara recounting back listening to his grandpa telling him stories about growing up in Kiev as a kid and feeling like he doesn't really have a connection to that past now. And, you know, there's the line, I'm not so sure who's getting along or if they were before. And, you know, in an album that's all about connectedness and our essential humanism. It's interesting to also feel this disconnectedness with a person's past and, and feeling maybe you are a part of a family line, but you don't feel the connectedness that you'd like with it.
1: Well, yeah, that's the American immigrant experience. Like, oh, what it, this is great that it's we've had all these abstract things and this is, I think, something fairly concrete. And that thing, like I, enough generations back that I don't feel any particular connection to any one country, but to be sort of a recent enough in your past that you think feel like i should be connected and you know i look at, at ukraine and what's going on there and it's very hard to follow but i have the excuse of like well i don't why should i know i'm just a, some mutt european mutt guy but if you know a couple generations back he was there you've talked to a guy who was there he was your grandfather and that within two generations he's not in any better position to understand it than i am and that is i mean assimilation has so many wonderful things, let's say the melting pot. Yay. But that feeling of becoming disconnected from what's going on in a particular place has got to be a bummer. And it's, I think the nice contrast between the sort of idealistic, that chorus that's just, Mm -hmm. but then the rest of the music here is really anxious Mm -hmm. in a way that I think pulls you into his dilemma.
0: It's also, I think the most stereotypical pop structure on this album. And you were talking about how that Bothers you and this is really is Just kind of like a couple verses and then An instrumental chorus or a bridge and
1: Then well you know. I know I, I think it's The structure let, let me complete that Thought that mm-hmm. I think electronic music Is structurally super tedious And that it's just kind of blah and it's But I think the ideas within that structure Are not interesting to me and I felt like this song I think both Lyrically and musically I think is more Interesting it's not just ideas that Were done better by classical music 400 years ago and then put into a very accessible structure. So I think it's sort of complete opposites. Like, you know, the electronic dance music I don't like is sort of super conventional ideas put into this very amorphous structure. This is more, I think, nuanced, interesting ideas into a very structured, traditional pop structure. And I I prefer the latter.
0: You said this was very anxious sounding. I think the next song that we'll play is probably the most anxious sounding to me on the whole record, and it's called Summing the Rep.
2: What my what is I
1: Listening to that song does give me even more anxiety because I think we had that previous song where there was the alternating tracking and I think here it's even more severe to the extent that the lyrics are basically completely incomprehensible and I like that you have this sort of feeling of almost like just am I going crazy listening to it and then sorry go ahead i was
0: just gonna say and then on top of that you have this really like industrial percussion and then this really heavy synth yeah and so it's just very and also there's not a lot of breaks in the vocal so it's just it almost feels oppressive to me
1: yeah and then when it does break open i love that it's been this kind of almost gibberish onslaught and then at the end it's kind of uh don't let them teach you i think is what he's saying or and then I think, well, the, that womp, womp, gog, gog, go, is almost like reminiscent of those teachers in the Peanuts cartoons. <laughs> womp, 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 I'm like, oh, you, they're not really teaching you anything. So uh, I don't know if that's an intentional reference, but I kind of just hear that a little. I like but that. I think after that sort of, craziness and a more kind of anxious uh, claustrophobia i'm really glad that we go into the penultimate track which is i think one of the strongest and catchiest on the album where we get another recognizable sample this time from the golden girls great show and really inspiring and it's just this super catchy poppy kind of oompa oompa but like in a good way it just feels very inspiring and so i think that's i would say this is kind of an uneven album maybe a little i think the
0: strong <laughs> ones are great but the weak ones are i think reviews that i've read have criticized this for not being as good as meriwether post pavilion which everyone i think agrees is the high watermark of their career so far but i think that's not really a fair criticism it's not you know, every song doesn't have to be a winner. It's a little uneven, but that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. I,
1: I would rather see a band sort of try different things and have not everything succeed than go and just rehash their yeah. earlier work. And then you do get the sense that they're trying to push forward and grow here. And yeah. thank goodness.
0: Yeah. And so we're going to go out with the last track, which is called Golden Gal. And A.V. Tear had said in an interview, I've read a couple interviews about what they were trying to do with this album. And one of his points was that he wanted to write a song about gender roles, but he was having a hard time finding a way in from his point of view. And so he had a conversation with a friend who said that growing up, Golden Girls was a really big influence on her and really changed her way of being a young girl. And he thought that was really cool. And so they were trying to go with the spirit of collage in this record and so you know throwing in the sample at the beginning i think just made it a little bit more fun too so we're gonna go out with that again this is golden gal and we've been discussing painting with by animal collective and this has been for the record thanks for listening
1: is this about your heads out no blanche she's
2: upset because they keep changing the taste of coke